The following program is brought to you by the friends and partners of Bobby Hogan Ministries. I prophetically decree to somebody under my voice, your wait is over. Your change is beginning right now. It's your prophet, Bobby Hogan. Kingdom living is on the air, and this broadcast, the devil's going to hate this message. Religious people's going to hate it, but you're going to love it. We're going to go into a service in progress. In fact, it was a recent camp meeting. Mark your dates now. Kingdom Living Camp Meeting 2022, October 17th through the 21st. I was preaching on the power of the blood. Most weeks we come on prophesying, but we preach. Traveling America, the world, we preach in our services. Lay hands on people. Prophesy to people individually. We're in your area. I want to see you. Let's go into the service in progress. In the book of Exodus chapter 12, Israel had been in Egyptian bondage for uh, several hundred years. And during that time, they had lived under the rule of the Egyptians. They had lived in slavery, abuse, and poverty. I'm not speaking about a people that worshiped an idol or a pagan god or another god. I'm speaking about God's people. People that worshiped the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They were God's people, but they were living in bondage and slavery. I want to stop just for a moment to say so many of God's people today are just like those that were in the book of Exodus. They are serving the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, yet they are in bondage, in bondage to the world, in bondage to things of the world, a slave to addiction. Many are living in poverty. There's a many bound people in the church, sometimes it seems as in the world. Come on now. There's many sick people in the church as there is in the world. There's many people depressed. There's many people... On prescription drugs, it seems, among God's people as people in the world. Some of you, under the sound of my voice, even this day, you love God. You love the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but you're not free. You're bound. And I just want to say, if you are bound, wait till you get free. There's nothing like being free. Whoa, come on, somebody. Some of you are a slave to fear, torment, sickness, poverty. But just as God sent a deliverer to Israel by the name of Moses, and just as Moses said to the children of Israel, God's about to bring you out of your bondage. God has sent me to this house today as a modern day Moses to tell somebody you're about to come out of your bondage. Somebody better catch what I'm saying. Somebody's going to be set free today. Somebody's going to be set free today from fear, from torment, from sickness, from poverty. Whatever you're a slave to, I prophesy God's going to set you free today. Somebody give him a praise. Woo! But here in the book of Exodus chapter 12, 
God is getting ready to deliver his people from Egyptian bondage. God had told Abram, as we know as Abraham, many years before in Genesis 15, 14, your descendants are going to go into captivity, but after a period of time, I will bring them out, and when they come out, they're not just coming out, they're coming with great substance. Exactly to the day that God said he would bring them out, he brought them out. Oh, come on. God had on his calendar the day that they would come out. And when that day on God's calendar arrived, Pharaoh couldn't stop them. Pharaoh's army wasn't strong enough. Pharaoh and his army was no match for God and his army. You say, what's God's army? It's an invisible army called an army of angels. Come on. I said Pharaoh and his army was no match for God and his invisible army of angels. When it come the day on the calendar and we're in that season right now, church. We're in that season. God has this season marked. These are days that God has marked for miracles, deliverances, financial releases, Oh, come on, somebody. When that day come that God said they would come out, they come out. And they didn't come out sick, and they didn't come out broke. They come out, Psalms 105, 37, they come out with silver, they come out with gold, and there was not a feeble person among them. That is a picture of what's going to happen at the coming of the Lord when the church comes out of this world and we're raptured into the heavens. I believe there's an end time revival coming. A revival of prosperity is gonna sweep through the kingdom of God, the people of God in the kingdom. A healing revival is gonna sweep through the body of Christ. And I believe when the church leaves this world, we're gonna leave in good health with a lot of wealth. I need somebody to catch that. We're not going to leave a victim. We're going to leave a victor. We're not going to leave on the wings of a sparrow. We're leaving on the wings of an eagle. We're coming out. We're going out. Come on with the victory. After 400 years of slavery bondage, the day come when God was getting ready to deliver his people. God had already sent nine plagues. Somebody say nine. Nine plagues upon Egypt. Each time Pharaoh's heart would become hard and he refused to let God's people go. But God said, I have one more plague. This time Pharaoh is going to have a change of heart and he will let my people go. This last plague will be God said, when the firstborn of man and beast in Egypt will die at the midnight hour as the death angel passes through the land. When the death angel passed through Egypt, people were dying everywhere, but not among God's people. Come on. A few days ago, I was on the phone to a pastor. He said, Brother Bobby, he said, uh, I went to two funerals today. He said, people are dying everywhere. He said, they're falling dead like flies. And out of my spirit come these words. I'm not dying. 
Come on, somebody. I said, I'm not dying. Somebody ought to shout, I'm not dying. No plague shall come nigh my dwelling. I've got a promise, and I got the blood on the doorpost. Woo! Come on, somebody. I don't care what germ, disease, affliction comes through. Amen. I shall not die, but I shall live, and I shall declare the works of the Lord. Somebody shout, I'm not dying. Come on, shout it like you believe it. I'm not dying. Glory. And God said at midnight, at midnight, the death angel will come through the land and the firstborn of man and beast shall be struck by the death angel. But God said, I've made a way of escape for you. I've made a way of escape. Verse 7 of Exodus 12. And they, that's, they shall take, God said, Moses, tell them this. They shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorpost of the house. God said, uh, slay a lamb. Verse 3. Take a lamb for a house. This is a picture of household salvation. This is a picture of household salvation. All the way back in the book of Exodus, take a lamb for a house. Household salvation is all through the word of God. Going back to the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter seven, amen. When Noah went into the ark, he went in the ark with his whole house. He didn't take all the kids but one. Every child got on the ark. Every child's companion got on the ark. Come on. Now in Exodus, God's saying, take a lamb for a house. I love the story in the book of Joshua chapter six where Rahab, a harlot, her entire family was saved when God destroyed the city of Jericho. Why was she saved? Why was her house saved? Not because she was good. She was saved because of a scarlet thread that was hanging out a window. Come on, representing the blood of Jesus that was going to be shed if there oh come on if there was so much power in a scarlet thread representing some blood that was going to be shed that it saved a harlot and her whole house I got a question how much power is there now in the blood of Jesus that has already been shed enough to save your whole family Come on, give God a praise. Rahab, Rahab wasn't saved because she was good. She was a harlot. Her family wasn't saved because they were good. They were saved because of the blood. Come on, somebody. You can't get good enough to get saved. You can join every church and still not be saved. You can get baptized every method there is, sprinkled, emerged in this name, that name. You can never get baptized enough to get saved. Her family wasn't saved because they were good. She wasn't saved because she was good. They were saved because of the blood of Jesus, not of works. Come on, how's your kids going to be saved? Not because they're so good. How's your grandchildren going to come to Christ and be born again and make heaven? Not because they're angels. They're going to be saved because of the blood. Somebody's going to get a revelation on the blood. 
and you're going to apply the blood on the doorpost of your house and your whole house shall be saved. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Woo! Oh, hallelujah, because of the blood, I'm not going to have eternal life. I'm not hoping I have eternal life. I already have eternal life. And if I fail tomorrow, he don't have to come shed some more blood. If you sin tomorrow, the Bible says sin not. But if you do sin, if you sin tomorrow, he don't have to come back to earth, robe himself in the form of a man and go to a cross and shed his blood. The blood he shed forgives yesterday's sins, today's sins, and tomorrow's sins. And somebody better shout because some of you got some sins that are not seven months ago. Some of you got some from last night. You better thank God for the blood that goes in your past, goes in your future, and is real and powerful in the present. Somebody needs to act like God saved you from something. Woo! Come on, give the Lord a praise. I need 71 people that thanks God for the power of the blood to jump to your feet and give God a sabbat praise. Turn around and tell somebody, it's the blood. Come on, tell somebody, it's the blood. You may be seated. Oh, 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 it's the blood. Devil, this is for you. It's the blood. This is for all my sins of my past. It's the blood. This is for my sins of the future. It's the blood. This is for the sins of my children and my grandchildren. It's the blood. It reaches to the highest mountain and flows to the lowest valley. I feel like somebody ought to shout, thank God for the blood. I know you're being blessed. There's power in the blood. This week, we're offering once again a red deliverance cloths representing the blood of Jesus. I've prayed over these, wiped the sweat of my brow, and I want to send it to every one of you that need deliverance or know somebody, no cost. We pay postage. Simply contact our ministry and request a free red deliverance cloth or however many you desire. We're going to let you know about some exciting things going on and take you right back into the service. It is such an honor that you would watch and listen to Kingdom Living broadcasts. But I want to make known to you another opportunity. Not only by television can you connect to the prophet, but every Monday night, your prophetic connection, you can join by Bobby Hogan YouTube, Facebook, bobbyhogan.org, or by calling 319-527-9604. It's at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, and 5 Pacific. During this time, I prophetically teach, 
prophesy, make decrees, declarations. Sometimes a prophet will join with me. I want you to join us. That's every Monday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Your prophetic connection. When you connect with the prophet, you will be blessed. Somebody's getting a miracle right now because of the blood. Somebody praise him right now because of the blood. Praise him for your children. Praise him for your grandchildren. It's the blood. It's the blood. It's the blood. It's the blood. Come on, it's the blood. Come on, give him a 12-second praise. It will never, never lose its power. You may be seated. You may be seated. Verse 3, take a lamb for a house. Verse 5, a lamb without blemish, representing the lamb that was going to come. The Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the man Christ Jesus, who would be a lamb without blemish. There was no sin in Jesus. Come on, somebody. All these movies that they have out today saying Jesus, they even got movies saying things I wouldn't even want to repeat, but saying Jesus fell into adultery and this and that. They're lies. There was no sin in my Jesus. He didn't have a child out of wedlock. There was no sin in my Jesus. He didn't walk around like some of you, mindful of lust. There was no sin in my Jesus. He was a perfect lamb, a sacrifice without blemish. Verse seven, take the blood, take the blood, put it on the doorpost. Verse 12, I will pass through 
One translation says over. I will pass through the land of Egypt. I will pass over the land of Egypt this night. And I will smite all the firstborn of man and beast. Verse 13. But when I see the blood. I got to say it one more time. When I see the blood. I will pass over you. When I see the blood. I will pass over you. Verse 23, God said, when I see the blood, one translation says, I will stand in front of the door and I will not allow the destroyer to come through the door. I just come by to remind somebody. I come to tell somebody watching around the world, there's still power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There's still forgiveness in the blood, protection in the blood, deliverance in the blood, and we gotta get back to the blood in the church. Now the last generation the last generation did not have all the knowledge we have. I, I didn't hear about seed time and harvest till I was 30. Didn't know about prophets till I was 30. Didn't know about calling things that were not as though I was, though they were until I was in my 30s. I didn't know about that from the church I was raised in. The last generation did not have all the knowledge we have. The last generation, many would say they were bound because of traditions. Some of those old grandmas, and I'm just telling it like it is, some of those old saints, amen, they wouldn't cut the hair, they wouldn't put a pair of pants on those old grandmas, they wore long dresses, wouldn't put no makeup on, we call them bound. But some of those bound folks were better at casting out devils than a lot of us free folks. They might have had some bondage, but they had a revelation on the blood of Jesus. Come on, they may not have had no makeup, but devils were scared to get in the room with them. Come on, somebody. If they could cast out devils because of the revelation on the blood under bondage, how much more should we be casting out devils as a free people that has a revelation on the blood of Jesus? Woo. Those old grandmas knew about the blood. They didn't know about seed time and harvest, but they knew about the blood. That's why when one of the kids started acting crazy, grandkids started acting crazy, husbands started acting crazy, they'd go get the anointing oil. And they'd go over to the door. And they'd put the anointing oil all over the door. And they'd say, while I'm at it, I'm gonna put the blood on the door. Then old grandma would go get a broom. Come on, the devil feared grandmas. The devil feared 90-year-old grandmas with a broom more than most church folks now with a Bible. The devil was more afraid of a 90-year-old grandma with a broom than some educated preacher with a Bible. Come on, I feel like preaching. I'm not gonna keep you all day. But grandma, she'd get a broom and she'd sweep the devil out. Yeah, while I'm at I'm going to sweep you out of here. And then she had shut the door and say, the blood's on the door. And devil, you're not getting back in this house. 
And here come a kid, here come a grandkid, here come somebody been acting like a fool and they walk through the door and they come to the door and say, whoa, something different in this house. Whoa, I feel something I didn't feel yesterday. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. There's power in the blood. Get back to the blood. Deliverance is in the blood. Salvation's in the blood. Freedom's in the blood. Put the blood on your kids. Plead the blood every day. Well, praise the Lord. The blood of Jesus. Do you like preaching like this? Do you, you don't hear preaching much anymore like you heard on the broadcast. Power of the blood. I want to send you my book. Now remember, the red blessed cloth, deliverance cloth, absolutely free. If you need one or know someone, you request a red deliverance cloth by calling, contacting our ministry. But for you that are sow a seed of any size, this broadcast, you sow a seed to help us take the gospel around the world. I want to send you my book, There's Power in the Blood. It's full of revelation. The seven places Jesus shed his blood. Why the devil hates the blood. Your eyes will be enlightened. Simply request the book while sowing a seed. There's power in the blood. Now we are reaching, our broadcast is available in over 200 nations of the world. Literally reaching the majority of the world are available to the majority of the world. We receive thousands of letters, emails, and texts. Preaching like this, I repeat, you don't hear very often. And you don't hear very many prophets prophesying like we prophesy week after week. Our television expense is over 5000 a week. That's just television. We're not behind. We're paid up in advance because of people like you. But television is only one part of what we're doing. Right now, I'm in Israel. Next week, we'll be coming to you from Israel for a miracle service. But I want you to sow a seed in response to this broadcast from your church, your ministry, your business, your personal life. Help me take the message of hope and the message of faith, releasing the prophetic word that God has called us to release. You cannot sow into this ministry and not be blessed. People all over America and even the nations have come into blessings after sowing into this prophetic ministry. Some of you can sow a seed of $500, $1,050, I don't know your level, but sow a significant seed. I'm asking you as your prophet, as I'm in Israel, to stand with me and lift up my hands so I can keep lifting my voice. And remember, request the book. There's power in the blood. But sow that seed. I repeat, lift up my hands so I can keep lifting my voice. And you will be blessed. There's power in the blood. Next week, coming to you from Israel, Prophet Bobby Hogan. One of the fastest growing outreaches of Kingdom Living Bobby Hogan Ministries is our daily prophetic text. Amos 3.7 says, God will do nothing till he first tells the prophets. 2 Chronicles 20.20 20 decrees that if you believe God, you'll be established. But if you believe his prophets, you will prosper. 
I can be in my secret place praying or in fact anywhere in the world, receive a word from God and through today's technology, people from throughout America and even the nations of the world within minutes can receive a text and know what God has spoken. To receive your daily prophetic text absolutely free, simply text the word prophet to 479-755-8398. That's the word prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, to 479-755-8398 or 479-755-TEXT. Sign up today and begin to hear what God is saying through his prophet tomorrow. This broadcast has been brought to you by the friends and partners of Bobby Hogan Ministries. If you have been blessed by this prophetic broadcast, prayerfully consider sowing a seed and help us continue preaching the word with a message of faith and hope. You may contact the ministry by calling 479-755-8888 or writing to us at Kingdom Living P.O. Box 2665 Fort Smith, Arkansas 72902. You may also visit our website at www.bobbyhogan.org. 